0: Welcome in to A to Z Sports powered by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Venga. Make sure you follow us all over social media as we are Nashville's on-demand sports.network. And we go live every weekday morning at 8 central time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Also hit us up on Twitter. Instagram and TikTok. Got to thank our sponsors because they make happen for us and they help out you guys. Renters Warehouse, Nashville, the professional landlords in the area at renterswarehouse.com. Wilson County Hyundai, make them a part of your car buying process by checking them out in Lebanon or uh, seeing them at Hyundai.com The Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care and Farm Bureau Health Plans get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans, better coverage, better rates and better service. Learn more about a plan for you at FBHP.com slash ATOZ. So, Zach, there is breaking news that has come out uh, since we have started this show. So do you want to go after MB first for a comment that I have not seen or do you want me to update the breaking news uh, that has come out since we started?
1: No, let me uh, – Let me give me a shot at MB because – Okay, I'll let you take a shot at MB first. Uh, MB, I think this may have been his first comment. It was at 8, 11 a.m. Uh, I don't know. Good Gasicki is so overrated. I think he was trying to say God, our Lord and Savior, Gasicki is overrated. I think that's what he was supposed to say, but he put too many O's in this. So good Gasicki doesn't make sense if you're going to call the man overrated. Gasicki is not overrated. You need to be down with the Gasickness. That's what MB needs to be. He's not overrated. He's a dominant tight end, a pass-catching tight end that is really – I mean, he's one of the best tight ends in the game. And he had some trash-ass quarterback named Tua Tungavailoa throwing to him, who who shot puts the ball to him. So MB – reassess what you need what you actually think definitely not overrated he is a very tangible highly sought after tight end in the national football league he's also a tight
0: end who will be strictly playing for the miami dolphins next season because oh the breaking the the, the, doubling down mb he's so bad that he just got tagged is that the breaking news the breaking news is that we went live literally at 808 (laughs) a.m and Adam Schefter at 8.08 a.m. Of course, that's just how it goes. That the uh, Dolphins are placing the franchise tag on tight end Mike Gisicchi. Um And so for MB saying he's a glorified wide receiver, Zach, Mike Gesicki got the franchise tag for the tight end position. Uh, he could have maybe argued uh, for the wide receiver position, but Mike Gesicki franchise tag. So he is off the board uh, for the Tennessee Titans. So I, I think – Mike Gasicki is a good pass catching. We'll talk about Mike Gasicki now because, yes, he was one of the guys that I think Titans fans should keep their eye on on franchise tag deadline day because we know that the, uh, the Titans are in need, desperate need of multiple tight ends, in my opinion, one in free agency and one in the draft at minimum because they only have, they have zero tight ends with NFL experience currently under contract. Mike Gasicki is one of them that Zach believed a lot in and how he could, and the Titans should go after him. I personally did not think Mike Gesicki was the right fit for the Titans' offensive scheme and philosophy because of his inability to be an in-line blocker, which is what the Titans ask their Titans to do a lot more than the majority of the NFL because the Titans are different than the majority of the NFL and the fact that they are a run-first team with the best running back in, uh, in the world in Derrick Henry.
1: you cannot criticize... Uh, the the Dolphins asked him to do that. He was just doing what they asked him to do. Because the Dolphins were asking him to do that because they did not want to ask him to do something. He is very wrong No, because they didn't have another receiver. Austin, we've been oh, over this. Both
0: exactly. things are factual. The Dolphins had a really, really bad receiving group. Yes. Mike Gesicki is a very below average run blocker for a tight end. Yes. They are both correct. Mike Gesicki, if you go look at the grades for run block run blocking against the tight ends, he was bottom 5. I think he might have been worst. The worst graded blocking tight end in run uh, in run plays this past season from Pro Football Focus, and last year he was either bottom 5 or bottom 10 when it comes to his run blocking grade and performance. He is not a good blocker. That is true. He is a he is a high end Pass catching tight end but if for the if the Tennessee Titans which now is irrelevant they cannot go do anything because the Dolphins have placed the franchise tag on Gasicki I don't think it's a it's a scheme and philosophy fit because the Titans need somebody who can do everything and not just be one or the other last well, they, they, had, they
1: need somebody who can catch the football because they yes. didn't have anybody with the injuries they accrued last year and yes. so that's why I felt Gasicki would have and could have fit this Titans scheme. They didn't, and I also understand why the Miami Dolphins tagged him and MB. They didn't tag him because he's overrated. They tagged him because Yogi, old Yogi Hurts over here, Gatsicky one of the best t- pass, pass catching tight ends in the NFL. Man, you're close to the love of the show right no, there. Nobody's denying.
0: Nobody's denying his pass catching ability, but it's what that it's what well, the it's, Titans need that. Yes, but the Titans <laughs> they need pass catchers. They don't have them. Yes. But they also the Titans have to have a tight end.
1: You can't go get a blocking tight end. No, dude, you have to yes, understand. dude, you can't. No. You've got to yes, have some. dude. What it, what is more difficult? What is more difficult? Finding a good quality pass catching tight end that can get open or finding a blocking tight end like Anthony Fasano, Cat Stevens and and some of the other guys that they've had on their roster. How swame like,
0: You have to have somebody who can do both well. What's more difficult to find? The pass-catching tight end. But you know what else the pass-catching tight end does? It tips your hand with your personnel. The entire point that I've talked about ever since John U. Smith left almost 365 days ago is that the Titans do not have a tight end who doesn't tip their personnel or tip their hand based on personnel. Johnu Smith could be on the field and the Titans could run every freaking play in the playbook with Johnu Smith there. That was a big chess piece and what Arthur Smith used to be less predictable. One of the Titans' main issues this past season on offense, aside from injuries, was predictability. When Anthony Ferkser was on the field, they were spreading it out. When Swain was on the field, they were packing it in. And so you cannot be predictable with personnel in the NFL today. Well, Austin, so, the Mike real Gisicki... problem was
1: when, when Anthony Ferkser was spread out, his ass couldn't get open. It, it was He wasn't the same tight end he was two years ago with all the distractions Nobody's around. Nobody's denying The thing that. is, Gasicki and those type tight ends can. They are so unique to the game that they can help you in multiple ways. Right. Can Gasicki block like George Kittle? Hell no, he can't. But it doesn't mean that you cannot go find a blocking tight end in which – The the Dolphins had last year. That's why Gasicki was spread out so much. It's because they already had a blocking tight end. They have zero tight ends on the roster. They're going to have to go get more tight ends. Here's the issue, Austin. Joku, gone. Gasicki, gone. Now we're waiting on Dalton Schultz. This is who we were going to talk about today. And we're having to call an audible because of it, because Schefter uh, nixed our plans, but that's how it is. If Schultz is gone off the table, Austin, we talked about this too. The draft is not ripe with talented tight ends that can do exactly what you want them to do, which is catch a block.
0: That's not correct, Zach. The The tight end position group in this draft is not top heavy. They're very middle round heavy. It's a very people like NFL people like this tight end draft group quite a bit just not in the first or second round. There's a lot of really good players in the third and fourth round. There's
1: just not the elite prospect like we've seen in the past few years. And the Titans don't have the time to draft another Janu Smith in the third round at FIU and wait two years.
0: That's why so they have
1: to go sign a free
0: agent tight end and draft a tight end, which is well, what I said in the first And that day.
1: creates the problem because... There's not many really high-quality tight ends now. All All of them are coming off of the the books. So, new question, because uh, we were going to ask a question of who you would
0: prefer, Mike Gesicki or Dalton Schultz. and Now that Mike Gesicki has officially been tagged by the Miami Dolphins, I want to ask you guys, what do you prefer? Uh, What type of tight end do you prefer for the Titans in free agency? Is it the pass-catching stud that Zach wants? Or the well-rounded balance that I am talking about. Which type of tight end do you prefer for the Titans in free agency? Uh, Zach's guy like Mike Gesicki or Dalton Schultz, who is statistically a well-rounded tight end, and where he lines up, where he runs his routes out of, how he can run block, and his production in the catch in in pass catching as well. But real quick, let me tell you guys about the Bone and Joint Institute. BoneandJointTN.org the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Whenever you get hurt in life, know who you should go to also know who you should trust. And that's the uh, dozen plus doctors there at the bone and joint Institute who specialize in any type of joint injury you could possibly have. So make sure you go check them out in Franklin. That's the main campus It's state of the art. It's only been open for two years. It's fantastic. Zach and I both been there or also their satellite campuses in Brentwood Thompson station, or in uh, Nolansville, boneandjointtn.org.
1: It is Esports. We are powered by BetMGM. Look there, right there on the screen. You can use that promo code A T O Z Sports. They are the king of the sports book. Risk free bet up to $1,000 for new users. Download the app today. Make sure you use that promo code A T O Z S P O R T S. All one word, no spaces. Use that promo code. You'll get hooked up with a risk-free bet up to a $1,000. Download the app today.
0: All right, so the question is, uh, Gasicki is now officially off the table as the Dolphins exercise the franchise tag on their tight end today. The deadline for franchise tags is 3 p.m. Central Time on this Tuesday. Uh, so David and Joku go off the board with a franchise tag from the Cleveland Browns. Yesterday, Dalton Schultz, is a candidate for the franchise tag in Dallas at the tight end position. And then obviously Titans fans have their eyes on Harold Landry and what the Titans might decide to do to tag or not tag uh, edge rusher Harold Landry. Uh, But we're talking tight end today. What type of tight end should the Titans target in free agency? The pass-catching stud that Zach wanted with Mike Gesicki or the well-rounded type of tight end that I prefer a guy who can do both, maybe not excel in either. He's not going to have the ceiling of a Mike Gasicki in pass catching, but he also helps uh, blend personnel and tipping your hand. So what do you guys think? Zach, I'll go ahead and send you the comment section.
1: Uh, let's see here. Uh, MB, we'll start with MB because we started with MB. Yep. Well-rounded, you can find run blockers or or pass catchers. Uh, I would disagree with that. Roy says, uh, fast, speedy, catching, tight end. Vibe says, I need balance. Well-rounded from Nate, also from Damon. Uh, the kid out of Minnesota, which is... Uh,
0: Tyler Con- the kid? You talking about the, the draft? Is there a
1: Minnesota gopher out there? No, the I didn't talk about the Vikings tight end. Tyler
0: Conklin, who is not is a child. He is not a kid.
1: <laughs> no, he's like a, he's Tyler a Conklin is a,
0: he's a 27-year-old massive human being, yes. Tyler, Tyler Conklin. Conklin, Tyler Conklin,
1: uh, rounded from Jarvis. Well-rounded uh, Jameson says, I want the well-rounded tight end. So that way, when we have them in there for the office, it's not a dead <laughs> giveaway for what we're going to do. That's kind of what Austin was mentioning. Yes. Um, let's see. Uh, Roland mentions Zach Ertz balance, balance, balance. Uh, blocking and catching tight end. So I guess that would be balanced. So here's the reason why I believe you need a pass-catching tight end. The hard part is they're all going off the board, right? So you may not get that opportunity. Uh, Conklin is a lesser tight end, right? The, The three main good Tight ends. When I talk about pass catching tight end, I'm talking about the higher of the ilk tight end, right? The guy who can get open. Anthony Fergster can't get his ass open. Michael Pruitt can't get his ass open enough. Uh, Swain can't get his ass open enough for what I believe, and this is a domino effect. I think you need a pass catching tight end because I think Ryan Tannehill, who is going to be the quarterback via John Robinson for the 2022 season for the Tennessee Titans, does well when he has pass-catching tight ends. It is a good safety net for him because they don't throw out of the backfield with to Derrick Henry a lot. They like those sit-down routes, right? You go there, six yards, sit down, catch the ball, and move backwards. Getting open and having that threat is important. And here's the ultimate caveat, Austin. This is why I doubled down on a pass-catching tight end. It opens you up to do more things if you do not sign Harold Landry. And Harold Landry is going to be $17 million. We'll find out by 3 p.m. today if they're going to franchise tag him and go that route or they're going to let him go. Austin, you, I, and most of the chat believe in our hearts that if the 3 p.m. deadline passes and Harold Landry is not tagged, he gone. He hits the open market. He gets too expensive. Now you have a glaring need at the other side of your pass rush, which is a top four position of need. Here's the thing. Julio Jones has proven he's getting longer in the tooth. He's getting older, less reliable, and less healthy. You need somebody that can come in there and catch the ball, something that Ryan Tannehill has been able to utilize instead of, and we talked about this last week, trying to draft a wide receiver in the first round. Go back to what you had success with when you went to the AFC Championship game, and that was more tight end sets that can catch the football. Janu was a unique bird, let's just say. But ever since they've gone wide receiver heavy, they haven't had success. You need a tight end that can do both. Gesicki, you're sitting here saying he can't block. That is a lie. He can block. He was not asked to block. But it does open up, which the probability of Harold Landry getting tagged, I, I think he's not going to get tagged, and he's going to be gone. That's why a pass-catching tight end is of value to this offense. I I just don't – I
0: mean, Gasicki's off the table. So yeah, he, he, uh,
1: unfortunately, we uh, we are now cured of the Gasickness. Thank God. We no longer have.
0: to. I, I don't want to have to go through this. If the Titans – sign Mike Gasicki, we would have had so many stupid conversations about his ability to block or not block, and Zach thinking he can because he wasn't asked to in Miami. You said he I...
1: won't, can't.
0: Physically can't. can't. He, he's not good. His He is great. The last two seasons, he's been one of the worst run-blocking tight ends in the entire NFL. Graded out. What, what's the sample
1: player. size? How many? Two how many... seasons. <laughs> no, no. What's How many blocks? How many blocks I, I, was I he don't, graded on? I don't
0: know that. For, That's important,
1: right? If you're grading them on 10 compared to 100, there's a difference. I right. need to know that information.
0: Okay, so let's uh, – there's no point in me going to dig it because Mike Gesicki will not be a Tennessee Titan because the franchise tag just went with the Miami Dolphins. So who is available, right? Who is available? Right now, Dalton Schultz is still available. The Browns just tagging Joku yesterday, so he is unavailable. So here are the top tight end free agents uh, available and I and I sorted this based off of their receiving yards from a year ago, right? So there's Dalton Schultz at the top, Rob Gronkowski, uh, Zach Ertz, Tyler Conklin, Jerry Cook, C.J. Uzoma from the Bengals, Gerald Everett, Evan Ingram, Durham Smythe, who was also of the Dolphins, Mo Cox, blocking
1: tight end, blocking tight end in.
0: of Indianapolis, and then I stopped it purposefully with Anthony Ferster there at the bottom because. You got to have some, you have to upgrade over Anthony Ferkser. And if you're going to upgrade in free agency, these are your guys. Are you going to sign one of these guys above Anthony Ferkser who are still available with Dalton Schultz potentially coming off of this list by 3 p.m. Central time if the Cowboys decide to tag him, right? So now that we have this list in front of us, and I'll take it away and we'll put it back up there. Which of these guys should the Titans go after? Which of these guys should the Titans go after in a free agency for the Titan position? But first, Zach, tell everybody about Wilson County Hyundai.
1: Yeah, Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to go to get your next ride. Right there at the bottom of the screen, the Sonata, the Palisade, the Elantra, the Santa Fe. They have your perfect make and model. WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Look at their inventory. Find your perfect car. Then drive out. Quick trip down uh, I-40, exit 236. Get off, talk to Painbone. His team will hook you up with a great deal. It's WilsonCountyHyundai.com.
0: Don't forget, download the BetMGM app. They are the king of sports books. Use our code ATOZSports. You get a risk free bet up to $1,000 with your first bet after your first deposit. It's a great time of year. It's March. You got hoops galore. So it's a great time to jump on the BetMGM train and, and make sure you start your bankroll with that code ATOZSports to get you a risk free bet. Up to $1,000 with your first bet after your first deposit. Visit betmgm.com for terms. Again, it's just 21 or older Tennessee-only new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-trouble-free bets or site credit for bets expiring seven days. And for problem game and support, call Tennessee Redline at 1-800-889-9789. So we're talking about the free agent targets uh, at the tight end position. Now that Mike Gesicki has been franchise tagged, he is off the table. The Dolphins will keep him. And Joku's still back with the Browns with the franchise tag yesterday. And then Dalton Schultz, a candidate for the Cowboys to tag later on today as the deadline approaches. So these are the options, Zach. What are the comments saying about these free agent tight ends?
1: Well, before we get to the comments, I want to say this. Uh, I I don't think Gronk is realistic. What do you think about that, Austin?
0: Yeah, I mean... It's interesting Do you think he's realistic
1: he, for the Tennessee Titans?
0: Is he going to play? Does he want to play next year? That's what I don't know. I mean, you you love the Bucs, so you've been following Gronk the last couple of years more than I have and more than most people in the chat. It, does Gronk want to play football again? Because he's already retired once. And, and so if Gronk is going to play, I think the Titans make sense. But I don't think he is their answer. I don't think if... If the Titans sign Gronk, they need to sign
1: another. You don't want Julio Jones, who his health is in question, and Gronk, whose health is in question. Right. I I don't think. I think is unrealistic. I don't think they should go after
0: him. I I tend to agree because I don't know what his what his desire is to continue to play, and knowing that the Titans are going to be running the ball four hundred times this year, and Gronk's going to have to get in there and get dirty uh, with his robo arm. In his elbow pad, I don't know if that's something he
1: still wants to do this deep into his career. So, look, we talked about pass-catching tight ends versus well-rounded tight ends. It's harder to go find a store that sells Rolex than trying to find a fossil watch. The well-balanced is more of the fossil watch. If Schultz is off the table, it's a big drop-off. Zach Ertz is way too expensive. Tyler Conklin is not proven that much i mean he had a good year this year jared cook is old as uh, molasses uh he's old. Jared
0: cook man i mean that guy's carved out a really nice career after oh, being a third round draft pick from the titans
1: i i don't doubt it he's jumped and played for a lot of teams he's also played for a lot of quality quarterbacks right that have yep. been able to get him the football based on his age quality They've...
0: quarterbacks after leaving the titans
1: yeah yeah <laughs> absolutely uh so then you go down I I actually look. You know, you know it's going to be funny. The Titans are going to sign Durham Smythe because he's just a blocking tight end, and they're just going to go all in on the Derrick Henry thing. But I like I like two of these guys picking out Mo Alley Cox. I think I am intrigued by because of his price and his productivity. He's had some big games. I, I mean, he, he, he's played well over the last couple of years. Evan Ingram, I think, has been a product of the bad organization of the New York Giants. You can call me old miss bias, but you know what? You know what, Evan Ingram? You know what his best route is? What? Seam route. And Ryan Tannehill likes throwing seam routes. Now, he's been throwing it to NWI. I think that would be a, a good addition, not for a high price. So I'm kind of looking at these tight ends now that the top guys are coming off of the board, and we don't know where Schultz is going to go. But I kind of look at the bottom half at Smythe, Cox, and Ingram. Um, those are probably your best bet. Tyler Conklin, who you picked out uh, last weeks week. Ago. or two, it, Two or three weeks ago.
0: Yeah, because I had this graphic made, right? Like these were my three guys, and obviously, and uh, joke has gone. The Browns tagged him. Schultz could be tagged today, but I, I kind of went in order of like the, ex- the the most expensive, the cheapest, and Tyler Conklin seems like a guy that Mike Vrabel would want to sign. Because and let's like you said, he's unproven. Let's look. Let's look at this graphic. Look, look at Tyler Conklin. Nine hundred and twenty-four snaps. <clears throat> That's the second most snaps of free agent tight ends, even if you include Mike Gesicki. Uh, And if you included David Njoku, David Njoku is actually towards the the middle of this when it comes to his production because he has been kind of banged up throughout his career in Cleveland. But I think Tyler Conklin, 924 snaps and having 61 catches, almost 600 yards, not a big play guy, but I think that's the type of veteran tight end that the Titans want is somebody who can be productive and also gives you a lot of blocking. Because if you're playing 920 snaps, you're on the field. In nearly every situation. And what I said a few weeks ago when I talked about Conklin is that he also helps you uh with what the Vikings do, Dalvin Cook run first with a couple really good wide receivers on the outside and a and a quarterback who needs support in Kirk Cousins. Sounds a lot like the Titans. Derrick Henry stud, AJ Brown stud, Justin Jefferson stud. Then you have the second wide receiver, Thielen's way better than Julio at this point in the year of 2022, Thielen's better than Julio Jones, but I think Tyler Conklin fits the offense well, is that he is the third passing option with the Vikings, he would still be the third passing option with the Titans, maybe even the fourth, depending on what they do at wide receiver in the draft, and so I think Tyler Conklin fits, and he's not going to break the bank like Dalton Schultz or Zach
1: Ertz. Uh, you're not get. Uh, my personal opinion: the Titans are not going to have the opportunity to go get Schultz or Ertz. They won't get him. They're, he's too expensive. They won't pay that price tag. So I think I, I kind of just move that aside, and I put Gronk in that same pool. Uh, those are the three guys that I don't think the Titans will target. With Conklin, I said unproven because you targeted, which I understand, you targeted last year. But the year before, he had 194 yards receiving. The year before, he had 58. The year before, he had 7'7". The consistency of being the guy, it's the same thing that Furser was trying to do this year and failed, right? I mean, so you're, you're another experiment that you think, and really the smartest thing that you said out of the whole thing that really resonates with me, Ryan Tannehill is Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is Ryan Tannehill, and you Tannehill can't win a I Super Bowl don't. with either of those guys.
0: Okay, so so you you bring up Conklin being a maybe a one year guy. Who is the best Zach free agent signing in the Titans organization?
1: Uh, well, it's trending to be Denico Autry right now, but
0: well, no, uh, no, there's but, a guy who's been who's better than that. Danico didn't make the Pro Bowl this year. There's a guy who made three uh, straight. You polls.
1: are you are mentioning uh, I know who you're going for. You're going to Delaney Walker.
0: Yeah. What did Delaney Walker do in San Francisco uh before coming to the Titans? He was he was not used that often, right? He was a seldom used tight end slash H back slash kickoff returner. He was a free now. I'm not saying Tyler Conklin is Delaney Walker, but my, my point is I think the Titans need to look at, at in free agency of who still is improving you're looking Who for is value
1: what yes, you saying for is value, the Titans need to look for a value tight end
0: especially because they, they're paying so much money in other places and we don't even know what's going to happen with harold landry we don't know what's going to happen with the offensive line and so if you go look and find that value type of tight end and i don't know what jack Con- or tyler conklin is going to make it also probably make jack conklin people uh happier that they got tyler conklin no relation but i, I still think that is the value type of signing the Titans are looking for at this position from a veteran. They have to piece together the tight end group with multiple people because they don't have anybody under contract. They had three guys. They did that last year, but they did but the same damn si- thing. If you go sign Tyler Conklin this year, it's automatically upgraded. You're combining Swaim and Furkser in one guy, which is the whole point. That's That's what you want to do. You want to combine Swain and Ferkser with one player, because Conklin played more snaps than Swaim and Ferkser combined and had more yards than Swain and Ferkser combined. Is that not what you're asking for? Because you don't have to take him off the field in passing or throw or running situations. He blends he blends your offense together. He is a glue guy and doesn't tip your hand based off of personnel. Now you look, can still not, run
1: play. That's I'm the not guy. Anti. I'm not anti well, Conklin. Well, you need to be pro Tyler Conklin now that the uh, the top guys are off the board. Right. So, if you want to get a value tight end, Tyler Conklin is the perfect fit. Right, because he's unproven over periods of time. He hasn't gotten the opportunity besides one year. That was this past year. And now he's looking to get a little bit more of a payday on a three-year deal to then earn his money after three years to get a big contract and become a high-value tight end that makes a lot of money. So I'm not anti-Conklin. I think now that the dust is settled, are you going to pay that? Are you willing to pay? Because he is, let's just look at it, right? He's in the top echelon, the higher echelon of that. I don't know what Tyler Conklin per year will yield. Do you, what, what would you guess?
0: Um, well, I know your favorite uh, website, uh, Track, does not have a market value projection for Tyler Conklin because <laughs> I do think it's a little more complicated.
1: So that's good. That means Spo knows that they don't know, so they don't want to give out any false numbers or some ridiculous number like, I don't even know how many millions of dollars. So fair. Um, I'm interested in that because how? I guess the question is how far away from top end tight end money is he going to get? Is a team going to be willing to overpay for Tyler Conklin? That, I mean, that, uh, that's that's the most intriguing thing. That's why I'm probably the the Titans are more likely to target guys like Ingram, Smythe, and Mo Ali Cox. Those are well, the three, I think, tiers that they're probably going to look for that are better than Furkser. I'm not saying this is the right decision. This is what I'm saying I'm predicting the Titans to do, is look at those three type players. Do you want me to tell you the uh, the
0: market value projection for Evan Ingram?
1: Well, uh, what is that?
0: What is the market value
1: projection? Yeah. Is it point?
0: Yeah. 6.7. 6.7 a year is for Evan Ingram. So Tyler Conklin, I think, you know, is comparable to Evan Ingram on the open market. Now Evan Ingram is a different type of player. There's also
1: the Robert Evan Tanyan. first-round pick, would not he?
0: Um, Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. was. 23rd overall, 2017. I mean, you should
1: know that, Ole Miss guy. Well, it, it well. And he, well, he's just, he's a product of bad organization and bad quarterback. Well, you
0: should know if the guy was picked first round or not. But yeah, I mean, but so I, I would prefer Tyler Conklin is a better fit for the Tennessee Titans than Evan Ingram is. That's just the facts. He's a, Tyler Conklin is the tight end that Mike Vrabel would want. I mean, I could just see Mike Vrabel Mm -hmm. drooling over Tyler Conklin, watching him do blocking drills and then catching touchdowns.
1: You get Evan Ingram so you don't have to draft a first-round wide receiver. That's that's why you get a pass-catching tight end in the offseason. I'm right. just saying but that's that why you do fix, it.
0: But signing Evan Ingram does not fix your tight end problem. It What you just said is true, right? You just said you you would sign Evan Ingram to avoid drafting a
1: wide receiver in the first round. But you're still not fixing your tight end issue. Well, you have zero You have zero tight ends on the roster. So you're going to have to get multiple. If you go in and if Evan Ingram's six, what could you get? I mean, what could you get Derm Smythe for, right? So now if you pair Ingram and Smythe, you have a blocking tight end and a pass catching tight end. You're going to have to buy tight ends. They don't have any on the roster. Zero, zilch, nada. And you ain't getting Firkser. Yeah, but you're not, here. I, is done. But I, I doubt you're going to
0: get two tight ends on that list because the Titans don't have that cap space.
1: They don't have that also, money. Their cap space is going to change, man. I the know. left side of their offensive line is not going to be intact. We have. got to go Paral replace Langer them. Too. Probably is not going to get paid.
0: Uh, by yeah, them. but you got to go replace the guys that you're losing. Like you can't just. Like you have to replace a tight end you're losing, but if you if you get rid of Lewan or Saffold and Ben Jones, you gotta go find more guys.
1: You have a first round pick. That's what you're gonna one. use your first round pick on.
0: Yeah, but you can only fix one spot. And you have to say, okay, can this first round pick start from day one at a very valuable position? Our quarterback's blindside. The
1: Titans are going to be forced to do that, man. You know that. I know that. Everybody knows that. The Titans, because John Robinson has missed on so many first round picks, and he has, he has yet to sign, re sign one of them that he's actually drafted in the first round. Facts on facts on facts. He's going to have to, and this is now going to put him in a position. And force his hand to do something he probably doesn't want to do, and that is start a first-round pick. Right, day one, just like he did t- Conklin. When you're picking 26th overall, that's a risk. You, well, sorry about you, pal. You've drafted Bet poorly. You don't have that luxury. This is the situation, and it all stems, not all, but a lot of it is stem stem from Isaiah Wilson. Isaiah Wilson screwing this franchise. Yeah, he's he is bending this franchise over with his panda necklace. That's exactly what's happening. And it's going to continue to happen over the next three years. Agreed. It, it is huge. And it is detrimental because the plan was, Robinson's philosophy was correct. You draft a tackle to replace Taylor One this year, and you cut his ass because he's too expensive. He didn't know that he was going to tear his ACL and get PEDs, but he did know that this was the out year. This was the year that you don't have to worry about the tackle position. But, oh, no, you blink twice, and Raiden's is still young and raw, and you still need help on the offensive line. And Harold Landry, as we know, is really expensive because of the value of his position. Isaiah Wilson, man, I uh, Titans fans should have some – Titans fans should feel about Isaiah Wilson as the Laker fans feel about Russell Westbrook. <laughs> that's what I feel. God, Just pure
0: venom for Isaiah Wilson. But look, it's complicated. This is a complicated off season for John Robinson and Vin Marino to figure out how they're going to uh, do all this salary cap gymnastics with the, the offensive line, the edge rushing, the tight end position, because you don't have anything under contract and you had a bunch of cheap guys. And, and, and Michael Pruitt could have been a guy you could bring back. But I don't know now after that injury. That injury – because Michael Pruitt was the, was the best, most consistent one you had last year, and he had the really gruesome injury there towards the end of the season. You just don't know what he's going to be.
1: Michael Pruitt was a great value tied in for this team. He was. He, he didn't cost a lot. He did his job. He was reliable. He caught a few touchdowns, and he just had an unfortunate event, right? I mean, you hate yeah, that, very, but that's football. Very, I mean, but you're going to have to – I mean, you, you can't go cry over spilled milk. You're gonna have to go find and replace your tight end position because you got zero on the roster. Yeah. All
0: right. It is time to talk about Calvin Ridley betting on NFL games and getting suspended for at least one year. At least one
1: year. So time out, timeout, timeout. Yes. Bobby, you I, I'm flipping this. There's no more love of the show. Bobby, this is so wrong. Bobby says it's not Russ's fault the Lakers set him up to fail. No, Bobby, uh, Russell Westbrook is trash. That guy's awful. Watch the games. I don't think you watch the games, Bobby. So he should be criticized. Here's a little side shade for Russell Westbrook so we can get through this. A little side shade. Don't go crying because you make millions of dollars and you can't hit the broadside of a barn and kids are making fun of you. That's just how it is. That's the position. With power comes responsibility, and with responsibility comes criticism. So I am tired, sick and tired, of Russell Westbrook crying to the media that his family's getting made fun of because he can't hit and do his job. So I am out on that. Don't don't get butt hurt because you are Russell Westbrook. So wrong,
0: Bobby. You're wrong. All right. Now that our Lakers talk is over – Let's talk about Calvin Ridley betting on NFL games as an active NFL player. But first, Zach, tell everybody about Farm Bureau Health Plans.
1: Yes, reliable. You know who will is all swish, no brick? That's Farm Bureau Health Plans, baby. That is money in the bank. And I'm talking about real money, cold, hard cash. That's 20% that I save every single month because I switched my previous health plan to Farm Bureau Health Plans. Better coverage, better rates, better service. 200 plus locations in Tennessee, they can help you out. And it's so easy. It truly is. You can go to FBHP.com slash A to Z. You can go on there, fill out an online form. You don't have to talk to anybody if you don't want to. If you do want to, you can call them on the phone. They will go through a health assessment. They will give you a quote. And then all of a sudden you'll realize, why was I with my previous health plan for as long as I was? That's what my feeling was this year. I'm glad that I switched FBHP.com slash A to Z.
0: Don't forget, download the BetMGM app. Use our code ATOZ Sports. When you download the BetMGM app, you get a risk-free bet up to $1,000 with your first bet after your first deposit. It's a great time of year to do it. Chattanooga hurt me last night. They didn't cover the two and a half, but, man, it's March, baby. That was an incredible ending. Uh, But uh, download the BetMGM app today and use our code ATOZ sports risk free bet up to $1000 with your first bet after your first deposit. So, Calvin Ridley, I don't think anybody denies that Calvin Ridley probably did one of the dumbest things we've seen from a professional athlete in quite some time. Just flat out stupid, right?
1: So, he and this—I did actually do some research on this. Okay. Once the NFL, once betting and gambling started to infiltrate the NFL and these apps and and markets, and we know BetMGM. I mean, they treat us right. That's why we're not professional athletes. Game straight. They had to sign. All players and personnel. I'm talking about staff, coaches, front office. If you're a guy that handles the footballs just on the weekends, on game days, you have to sign a form saying you will not do this. If you get a paycheck from any of the 32
0: franchises in the NFL, no-go.
1: No-go. Can't do it. And and so – can't room um, with when, them. <laughs> when you sign, when you, and D.B. Cooper, man, this is the second time D.B., I think D.B. got the love of the show yesterday. Yes. He's getting the love. This is back-to-back love of the show by D.B. Cooper. Which is good because last week or the week before, D.B. had a
0: couple really bad comments. And so we kind of went, all, went all on them. So now D.B. Okay. is going to make it up
1: for it. Wow. Well, D.B., I like D.B. Because D.B. Cooper puts this very succinctly. Idiotic, careless, and reckless. I mean, I, I don't know what else you can say just besides playing stupid. I, I mean, I, I
0: know this, like, and this is not new. <laughs> this is if you're a, and look, Calvin really went to, went to Alabama. He was been in on a big stage in pro and college sports for a long time. He knows better. He knows better when you're in Alabama. you Like if you are a grad student and get a paycheck from the athletic department, you can't even fill out a bracket in the tournament next week. That's a fact. If you are a grad student and you run event planning for the University of Alabama, you cannot fill out a bracket in March. And so you should know if you're an NFL player, you can't touch this stuff. It's so idiotic and so stupid.
1: And, you know, Calvin Ridley went on Twitter yesterday. Now, he wasn't going to win this appeal, so I I, kind of discredit what everybody's saying. It's like, stay off Twitter. You're not going to win this appeal anyway. But he did come back, and he was very active on Twitter yesterday trying to explain kind of what happened and why he did it. And, you know, I'll be back better than ever, just like everybody who messes up. I'll be back better than ever. Ah, ah. He should be punished. And the NFL came down hard on him a full year, a full year. I'm curious to see what the chat has to say about fair or foul for this, this punishment, one year suspension. And look, Calvin Ridley, how old is Calvin Ridley? Probably 26. Calvin Ridley's 27. Okay. This is prime time, baby. Oh,
0: that's right. Calvin Ridley. I forgot about the Ridley brothers.
1: Those dudes were like 19, 20 year old freshmen in college. That's right. Do you remember that? I do. Yeah, I, did, I forgot about that until now. Uh, who is foul? foul? his
0: brother's name.
1: I so Ricochet name. Ray coming in hot with foul. The punishment is too harsh. So that's the first comment that we've had. I think that I find that fascinating because I have my own opinion. And also, I'm kind of curious about your fair or foul. Uh, Albert says fair, way too harsh. They're trying to set an example from Aaron. Totally fair from MB. Um Riley
0: Ridley, his brother. They're both oh, it's like Riley ni- Ridley. Yeah, that's they right. They were both like 19 and 20 years old at freshman. Riley was at Georgia.
1: Zach says uh, foul, I would suspend it for 12 games. I mean, I I mean, I guess it's a little less harsh, but it's still a big chunk of the season. Fair from Ethan, right as rain, fair from Adam. I like that. Right as rain. Uh, foul coming in from Corey. I, I agree with, I think the majority of the chat with like Ethan and Titan up in Orlando, but we've got a couple of fouls, Ronnie. I think this is absolutely fair. Okay. I, I think one year suspension is it sets the tone, baby.
0: Yeah. And that's, and that's it. Right. Cause look, there's Josh and some others, um, have brought up, you know, people that hit women and do things that are way worse that only get, they get a lot less. And and that's just,
1: it's not, let's talk about moral yeah. versus influential of your entire sport.
0: Yes. And, and that's where Orlando says fair. It's been the rule since the sixties that you get one year suspension for gambling on games. This is, and it, it is a tone setter. And for everybody who's like, it's 1500 bucks, and he's betting on his team to win. What's the problem? That's not, that's not the point. The point is the precedent. I
1: don't care how much. Well, he's- the point is he said he wasn't going to do it. He signed, a, he signed a sheet of paper saying he wasn't going to do it, and he did. That That ultimately, for chat, forget what you just said. If you told me you were going to do something and then all of a sudden you did the opposite of it and you don't want to get punished harshly, that's on you, bro. I, I got nothing for you. So Ridley, whether he knew it or not, whether he's an idiot and did, didn't read the contract that he signed, that's on him, he said he was going to do something, and all of a sudden he did the opposite of it. So I have one year is – because, man, it is a tone setter. That's $10 million bucks. Yeah,
0: he because he, when you get suspended, you're, all of your guaranteed money in your contract, done, gone. And so, you know, was it worth it? No. Not at all. It's just it's just so stupid. And I agree it is it is fair. It's absolutely fair. You have to you've got to hammer the first guy who makes this idiotic mistake so it doesn't happen again. There's way too slippery of a slope to allow this punishment to be lax. You know, it's it's it, there's so much that could go wrong with players betting on their sport. You have to punish hard. You
1: have to. You I actually to. love it. Because I think it solidifies for all those crazy people that think that the NFL is rigged and scripted, which it's not. I think it it, it should shut them up, right? Because, yeah. and it is, it's a vast difference between the domestic stuff that we've seen in the past. That is moral versus something that, Influences the game too much because, I, look, I, I, to get into the old Pete Rose conversation, I think that Pete, Ro, Pete, Pete Rose should be banned uh, from the Hall of Fame. At least the only way that I would allow him in is after he's dead. That would be the only way. It sets precedent. Don't do it. It's cheating the game. It's I, con- yeah. Pete Rose not getting in the Hall
0: of Fame is a consistent reminder of how serious betting on your own sport and on your own team. Even I don't care if it's to bet on your team to win. Like just you don't do that.
1: Well, because look, I think in life, a huge, this is a big word in life. Trust. Do you trust your team? Do you trust your coaches? Do you trust the guy next to you to do your job in relationships? Do you trust your wife? Do you trust her husband? That's all earned. Right. And now Calvin Ridley has got to earn that back because he's cheated. He's cheated the game in the sport that has put food on the table for his family. I ain't talking about uh, McDonald's cheeseburger. I'm talking about Ruth Chris and big time meals because he's been making a lot of money. So uh, don't cheat the game or the game will punish you.
0: Yep. I, completely
1: that. fair. And I, I, I like that. We're on the same page and look, and Derek says, Dang, Zach, letting Rose in after his death is colder than never letting him in. Exactly. That's how it should be.
0: Oh, gosh. That's exactly
1: I mean, how it should be. Cold as ice, six feet like he, under. Not like he's going to know any You difference. can't sign that HOF on your signature because your ass is dead. Don't cheat the game. I, I, I'm. That, let's say, uh, I, I mean, I, that's big. Don't lie, don't cheat, don't steal, right? Those are three things that you learn as an adolescent, as a kid growing up. And the more money and more opportunity that you get, and you go against those three premises that are pretty easy, I, I I got nothing for you, pal. Nothing for you. All right, it's time for Tuesday's sports trivia.
0: We've got a build on our seven and three week last week, but real quick, let me tell you guys about renter's warehouse and renter's warehouse. They're the professional landlords in the Nashville area. Simply head to renter's warehouse to find out how much your home can rent for. There's a bunch of different ways that renter's warehouse can create extra cash flow for you and your family. Build on long-term equity instead of selling it. Because after you sell it, poof, gone. Just like that. And you don't make money when you sell real estate. You make money when you buy real estate. So renter's warehouse does all the work for you. So check them out simply at renterswarehouse.com.
1: A to Z Sports are powered by BetMGM. You see that right there on the screen. Promo code ATOZ Sports. Use that promo code get a risk free bet up to a thousand bucks, a thousand dollars for new users.
0: It is time for Tuesday sports trivia, and we debuted our new sponsor and had great response with it. Uh, For Tuesday Sports Trivia, BrentwoodImprint.com, your brand on anything. It's pretty simple. If you want to update your company branding, your logo on any type of product to enhance your brand with these promotional products, continuously to promote that product and elevate your business, go to BrentwoodImprint.com. If you own a brand, own a business, BrentwoodImprint.com can help you out. If you're looking for your employer to get you some more swag, tell them to go to BrentwoodImprint.com. It's a great place to go check it out. It is local. So if you're gonna get new gear, go local with Brentwoodimprint.com, our Tuesday sports trivia sponsor. Zach, we went seven and three last week, which means we are sitting at 17 out of 30. So we have work to do. So let's get this thing rolling. And apparently, Dalton Schultz just got the franchise tag (laughs) on this franchise tag (laughs) day (laughs) deadline. So there you go with that. So now uh, <laughs> news has come out uh, through the entire show about the three guys on our screen. So Gesicki gets the tag earlier, now Dalton Schultz, and Calvin Ridley suspended until next February at the very minimum. So, Zach, let's get our trivia thing rolling.
1: All right, first up, right, first question. We got seven sports, three non-sports. Here's the first question. What is the – this is actually a tough one. We're starting out hard. What is the world record for longest usable golf club? What is the world record? Man, this is a really tough one to start out. What is the world record for longest usable golf club? Uh, We are, the time has started, you know, what is a regular golf club? I think that's what we got to find.
0: So here's my three wood. Uh, that I just happen to have an arms <laughs> distance. Wow, three, man! Wow. <laughs> so I mean, my three wood it takes up more than my screen, uh, so I can't really uh, tell you on this. But I'm five eleven, so it's not like I use long golf clubs. Uh, so I don't know. But this I mean, is this the longest. At le- this thing's at least three feet tall. Ooh, the the tall putters are pretty long. I mean, Titans Kyle says it was like 14 feet, so should we just go with 14 feet? I don't Maybe know. We got
1: 10 seconds. Let's
0: go 14 feet, final A to Z. Titans Kyle. He's good at trivia.
1: The correct answer is 19, or excuse me, 2016, Michael Fur of Arlington, Texas held the record for longest usable golf club, twenty foot six inch driver that he used the ball to hit the used to hit the ball 63 yards in the air. Wolf. Yeah, okay. 0 one. Uh next question. Um, let's see here. What NHL hockey coach has won the most Stanley Cups? What NHL hockey coach has won the most Stanley Cups? We need some NHL people.
0: Yeah, because I have no idea. (sighs) Yeah, I mean, Scotty Bowman. Is coming in from a couple, Scotty I mean, Bowman. We I, should
1: know this. I mean, this is oh, right. why and should I know is... this? I don't hockey no, we, coaches. We. Oh, we, we as a group, yes. Yeah. <laughs> All
0: right, let's go, Scotty Bowman. Finally a- <laughs> to Z, Scotty Bowman.
1: Scotty Bowman, nine Stanley Cups with the Canadians. That's good. All right, one with the penguin. Oh wow, one with the Penguins and three with the Red Wings. It's a a lot. my God it's a lot of cups that is a lot of cups one, and right. one. good good job chat um let's uh oh, we're going back to the well NHL who is the first NHL goalie to score a goal who is the first NHL goalie to score a goal the time has started Patrick
0: Waugh? Scotty Bowman <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's really tough. I mean.
1: I mean, the only goalie that I, Patrick Waugh was, uh, I mean, he played a ton of games.
0: Patrick Waugh is like the the only goalie that I, like the earliest goalie that I remember, you
1: know? Yeah.
0: Justin says Espinosa, Espinosa. Uh, Scott Weaver says Hex tall. I I agree with Scott a lot of the time. Scott we Weaver. Fifteen seconds. Um, I say we go with Scott Weaver's answer of Hextal. All
1: right, you want to lock it in? Z. On November 28, nineteen seventy nine, Billy Smith of the New York Islanders became the first goaltender to score an NHL goal when he was given credit following an own goal.
0: Oh, Ron
1: Hextall became the second goalkeeper to score and the first to score by taking a shot. So trick question. That's a trick question. But
0: we were wrong. uh Uh-uh. I hate that. We were wrong. wrong. Trick question. It's an own goal doesn't count. Half the damn goals in hockey are
1: own goals. 1979, history was made. It doesn't count. Weak.
0: One. So and two. we're one
1: and two. Yeah, I think that's weak. All right. Um, Next question. What is our percentage? Do we know? I got to do
0: seventeen divided
1: by thirty real quick. Because we're not we're not doing great. To start no, out.
0: we are at fifty six percent before this before this one and two start.
1: Yikes! All right. Which of the following was not an NBA team? Which of the following was not an NBA team? The Indianapolis Olympians, the Austin Assassins, the Providence Steamrollers, or the Chicago Stags? Which of the following was not an NBA team? The Chicago Stags The Indianapolis Olympians, the Austin Assassins, the Providence Steamrollers, or the Chicago Stags? We're looking for not. I think the Stags were.
0: I, I'm going to guess the the Providence Steamrollers also
1: were. The Austin Assassins don't Yeah. it just doesn't hit. Indianapolis yeah. you would think had a team. Yeah, I, I think I think Austin Assassins. They they not. seem
0: sus. Um we, well, Ajabu says the Olympians have, well they have have always been the Pacers in Indianapolis.
1: We got five seconds. Let's let's go with the let's go with the I,
0: I I think the the correct answer is the Indianapolis Olympians are not are incorrect. And why do you think that? Because of people commenting.
1: You want to lock it in. Final to Z. The, the Austin Assassins never existed. I knew it. It they they just seem too suspect. We got yeah, got we by know by Dalton chat.
0: Schultz got tagged. We know that, Eric.
1: Yeah, but the chat's wrong. That so was the Pacers, a bad chat move.
0: So the Pacers were an ABA team, is what Jabu says
1: initially. Damn, that's huge. I mean we're we're getting destroyed. One and three. These are really tough. Next question. What were the Philadelphia 76ers originally named? What were the Philadelphia 76ers originally named? The
0: 1976ers?
1: I mean, this is tough. This is true NBA history. Originally named the Nats.
0: (sighs) The Nationals. Oh, it is on the old jerseys.
1: The Nationals.
0: Yeah, it is the Nationals.
1: you want to lock that in?
0: Yeah. Final A to Z.
1: Time's out. Will you lock it in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 1946 to 1963, the 76ers were known as the Syracuse Nationals. Yeah. Their only championship as the Nationals came in 1955 when they defeated the Fort Wayne Pistons. Uh, Yeah.
0: All right. So we're now two and three. So we're halfway through.
1: All right, next question. Who joined Babe Ruth, Ty Cobb, Walter Johnson, and Onus Wagner in the MLB Hall of Fame's inaugural class in 1936? Babe Ruth, Ty Cobb, Walter Johnson, and Onus Wagner, who joined them in Major League Baseball's Hall of Fame's inaugural class in 1936? Like, uh, I'm Cy Young. Ta,
0: uh, Go through the names again. Currently.
1: Babe Ruth, Ty Cobb, Walter Johnson, and Onus Wagner. There's another guy. There's a fifth. Uh,
0: Jackie. It was before Jackie Robinson. Um,
1: 1936.
0: Ed says Cy Young. Young, That that
1: was the one that Scott says
0: Whitey Ford. Cy, what, uh, Cy Young? I think
1: that makes sense. I don't know why I think that makes sense. Let's go Cy Young, finally to Z. Oh, man. Christopher Matheson, nicknamed Big Six, Mm. played 17 seasons with the New York Giants, He was also among dominant pitchers, all-time top 10 in major pitching categories, including wins, shutouts, ERA.
0: Rough. All right. Two and four. Ugh.
1: Man, these are tough. Yeah, seriously. Who's the first head coach of the Dallas Cowboys? It's got to be Tom Landry, right? Who's the first head coach of the Dallas Cowboys?
0: I mean, this is, this is you, man. Is Tom it's, Landry okay? If you think it's Tom Landry, then then let's lock in Tom. Landry. I, lo-
1: I lock in Tom Landry.
0: <clears throat> All right, final it is to Z. Tom Landry.
1: Let's see here. How about them Cowboys? Tom Landry, only head coach the Cowboys knew for the first twenty nine seasons. All All right, that was so. A-
0: <clears throat> we went three and four in our in our seven sports questions. Now we got three non sports. We got to do some work with. Wow. All
1: right, non-sports. First question. Who was the founder and head designer for Echo Clothing? Who's the founder and head designer for Echo Clothing? Wasn't this Damon from uh, Shark Tank? I want to say it's Damon. What is Damon's name? Damon. I know you're talking about, but I don't know his name. Or was he FUBU? Damn. The question is... Damon Johns? That's his name. Who was the founder of... He's FUBU. Drell says he's
0: FUBU. Dang. (laughs) Damon Wayans?
1: (laughs) He was he was FUBU. He was FUBU. Clayton Bigsby? Mark, mark echo? echo, are we, are we trying to play ourselves? That's
0: I thought Mark echo. Like I, yeah. Mark echo. Why not?
1: You want to lock it in?
0: Finally, it is Z mark echo. Sure. <clears throat> the correct answer. Mark echo. Hey. All so, right. So we're now four and four.
1: We got to get above 500. I mean, yeah. Apart from the toga, what was the main article of Roman fashion? Apart from the toga, what was the main article of Roman fashion? Sandals. I mean, you could go. You could go uh, headdress. Like, you you know, could go the, with the,
0: the headdress, or you can go with the wrist bracelets.
1: Sandals, though, right? I feel like togas are paired with sandals.
0: Yeah, but you could also have the... Uh, the headgear, but what do you the call head
1: the headgear? The, <laughs> the wreath. Wreath. Yeah, way to go, BK Titans. They, he got the Mark Echo thing. Yeah. Uh, I apart mean, it could from be the o- toga, what was the main article of Roman fashion? Sandals. It's got to be sandals. Tunic? Yeah, but it says other than the toga.
0: Right. But I like that's Jeff says tunic. I'm not that far removed from high school. But like, does fashion, like, what are they counting? Like, belt? Like,
1: it's got to be sandals.
0: Okay. This is a <laughs> Johnny t-
1: Lee says Birkenstocks.
0: <laughs> I mean, this is like a opinionated, it's a subjective answer.
1: It's a trivia question. <laughs> what do we want to go with?
0: Sandals, fine. Final it's either Z
1: sandals day. or tunic.
0: It's, all right, let's just go sandals.
1: Lock it in? Sure.
0: Yeah, final is he.
1: The correct answer is, oh God, it's, this is tunic.
0: Yeah. I mean, like what, I don't like that question. Just like, I don't like the goalie thing. It's, (laughs) it's just, there's multiple answers and it's not a, it wasn't specific enough for us to guess the right thing. Like it's just a shot in the dark.
1: I mean, it's a trivia question. All right. Last, last question this is uh halloween
0: but we're also not wrong with saying sandals that's the frustrating part with that we're not well it says main yeah everybody got to wear something on your feet like like, it's it's subjective
1: vampires cannot enter homes of the living unless what happens vampires cannot enter homes of the living unless what happens if you ever played trivia they have these type of questions right like the, those
0: are uh it's hmm. i don't know in, <laughs> unless they're invited oh <laughs> uh, i mean is that is i mean is that, 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 that's what they're saying is that is as is simple as that unless they're invited in
1: I mean, it's overwhelming. It's in all scary movies.
0: Invited. Okay. Final answer? In- invited in by the owner. Final A to Z.
1: Vampires cannot enter homes of the living unless what happens. The correct answer is they are invited in.
0: <laughs> that was a good little back door. I mean, I was thinking like remove all crosses, yeah, yeah, garlic, like that
1: kind of stuff. So what do we end at? Six and five? Five and five. Oh, wow. We were five and five. Yeah. We went down.
0: Yep. We had two of those were like kind of trick questions. The goalie one and the uh, Roman Toga.
1: Toga. Toga. Well, Mm -hmm. that's what it is. So what's our new percentage? Ugh, yikes.
0: All right, 22 divided by 40. So we're at six, uh, 55%.
1: You know what we should do? We should get Brentwood imprint. Now we got to wear a shirt that has our record on it <laughs> get a new shirt made every week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what's the percentage? Uh, 55%. Yikes. 55%. 55 is one of my lucky numbers, but not when it comes to trivia.
0: 55 is one of your lucky numbers?
1: Yeah. Why? One of the greatest linebackers of all time. Oh. Junior Sale? No. <laughs> the late Junior Sale. No. Derek Brooks. No, I know it was Derek Brooks. Derek Brooks. Man, that guy could hit you. Hit you. But hard. that's 55 is a lucky number for you because of Derek Brooks? Yeah. I mean, all okay. my numbers from like my favorite numbers from childhood are Bucks players. Big forty-seven guy. <laughs> love forty-seven. Love ninety-nine. I even love thirty-two from Michael Pittman, not Michael Pittman Jr., Michael Pittman Senior, because he was the running back on the Super Bowl Bucks team. That was a big year. Big, big fourteen. 20? Sprinkling like, a little fourteen for Brad Johnson. You like twenty? How about
0: how about nineteen? How
1: about nineteen? I'm not a big nineteen fan because I did not like Keyshawn Johnson. Yeah, I figured. All right.
0: All right, guys broin imprint.com we'll try better uh, and do better next week uh, on Tuesday's sports trivia but yeah Stacey, how about those how about the Chattanooga mocks big time big time I like I like Chattanooga they're a fun team to watch big time shot there as the buzzer went out it's March baby uh, so we'll have a lot of content rolling forward uh, with our uh, college basketball tournament stuff coming up soon so we'll see you guys tomorrow on a Wednesday by then we will know what the Titans decided to do or not to do when it comes to Harold Landry's franchise tag. Have a great rest of your Tuesday and we'll see you on Wednesday morning. Thanks.
1: Adios.